0: Hi everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of On The Level Leadership. I'm Tammy, I'm your leadership and career growth coach and I'm here to help you be the best leader that you can be so that you can grow in your career. You know, sometimes in our careers and in our lives, if we want to advance ourselves or if we wanna grow, we have to do different things and doing something new can cause a lot of stress. So this week I wanna cover sort of some tangible ways that you can help yourself somewhat understand and or overcome the stress of doing something new. Welcome back everybody. Let's jump right into this. So there are four things that you either should know or consider and or do in order to overcome some of the stress that you might be having when you're doing something new. We all have this experience and I don't care who you are on the planet. As a human being, it is completely normal to feel a level of stress or pressure when we're trying to do something new especially when we're trying to expand ourselves either our knowledge or our experience right or our lives in general we want to stretch ourselves in our careers we want to stretch ourselves as leaders we want to stretch ourselves as people we will sometimes feel this pressure i know with me it shows up as imposter syndrome am i going to do the right thing am i going to be able to serve my clients the way i want to serve them do they are they going to get what they deserve and what they pay for out of me normal stuff that every coach consultant experiences at some point in their career. But I want you to know something, no matter who you are, what you're doing, when you try to do something new and you feel this fear and this stress and anxiety about it, know that it's your brain trying to protect you. It is designed and wired to keep you safe. And as a former neuro nurse, <laughs> understanding the brain was something that I had to do when I was working the bedside and you know the amygdala is part of the brain that really kind of triggers your mind to remember things that are really bad that happened to you so the traumatic events of your life your amygdala will tell you to remember those things. And the amygdala will also though tell you the reverse. It will tell you that, hey, you need to remember this when something really good or when you get a reward or positive uh, reinforcement for a behavior or an action. So in other words, the same area in your brain that is triggered by fear also gets triggered by excitement. Mel Robbins talks about this all the time on her channel around how she manages her own anxiety and how she reframes her fear by when she feels scared or fearful about something, she'll reframe it and she'll tell herself, rather than saying, I'm afraid of, she'll turn that around and use language like, I'm excited too. So for example, let's say you're really afraid of public speaking and you're really afraid of having to speak at this conference on this topic that you happen to know a lot about. What you wanna do is switch that around to say, I'm really afraid to do this presentation, it really is scaring the crap out of me. Turn that around and say I'm really excited to share my knowledge with the people that are going to be at this conference. Now, it might be it might feel like complete and utter bullshit to your brain or to yourself, but the reality is it's not. You're trying to reinforce the notion or shift the dynamic around the fear piece so that you start telling yourself how excited you are to do something rather than fear so that you can kind of reframe the feelings that you have in your gut or in your in your core around what you're about to do. Which brings me to the second thing, which is getting really comfortable being uncomfortable. All right, so I know that there's some of you out there is like, okay, Tammy, this is where I sign off because getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, everybody freaking says this, every guru talks about this. Why are you saying it too? Well, I'll tell you why. Because for me, anytime I feel discomfort now, I'm starting to recognize that as a sign that I am growing. If I'm feeling fear, it's a moment in time for me to ask myself the question, why am I so afraid of this? What is at the root of this? Why is this freaking the crap out of me? And it could be a fear of some sort, a fear of failure, a fear of being embarrassed, a fear of not doing a good job, a fear of not giving someone a good service. What is it that is causing your discomfort? Get at the root of that concern or that fear because if you don't find if you don't identify the reason why you're not wanting to do something or why you're feeling that anxiety, then you can't possibly consider ways to overcome it. One way that I tend to try to recover or push myself beyond is I say to myself, okay, when was the last time I felt this fear? And what was I doing at that time? And what did I do to overcome it? More often than not, an example would be when I was first studying to be a nurse back in the early 90s. And I had to do what was called a nasal gastric tube, which is a tube that goes through the nose into the stomach of a person. There's always a risk it can go in the lung. You can put it in the wrong spot. You can hurt somebody's nasal cavity. It's an uncomfortable procedure, right? So it is something that I felt really scared about doing the first few times. And frankly, it took about probably 15 or 20 or 25 NG tube insertions for me to really get comfortable doing it. So I had to feel that discomfort because ultimately... I was helping somebody else in moving beyond that discomfort. When I feel that fear, I have to tell myself, well, hold on, when I was doing the NG tube, first of all, it took several tries before I got really comfortable with the task. And secondly, I was doing it in service of someone else because ultimately, while the NG tube itself is uncomfortable to put in, it is ultimately going to help that client because we're trying to remove the gas and the, and the stuff in their stomach to help relieve the pressure and give them more comfort ultimately. So I had to do the same thing with coaching. Okay, well, you know, by me putting myself out there and launching these new programs, I'm offering services that could potentially have a very positive impact on the clients I'm looking to serve. So as hard as this is and as stressful and as scary as it can be to like meet a new client or to do a new thing, the reality is, is at the end of the day, if they're a great fit, great. If they're not great, whatever. And if they are a great fit and I work with them and and we are able to really get some great change for that client, then I've done my job. And moving beyond my fear allows me to be in service. So again, I would argue, and I would even challenge you out there, what is it that you're doing that you're afraid of? So if you're sharing something at a conference and you're afraid to speak at that conference, What is the ultimate benefit here to you doing that? You're sharing information which may encourage other people to learn about that topic or maybe it will empower them in some way or make the world a safer place. Whatever it is, turn it around in your head as to what you're doing, why you're doing it and why moving beyond the fear is going to be of service to the people that you're working with. The third thing is break down this new thing into parts, because again, when we start looking at change in our lives, it can get really, really scary, really, really fast. So how do we break that down into parts and start to tackle them bit by bit? So again, what is it that you need to learn, see, get, or do? Simple as that. What do you need to learn, see, get, or or do. And then write down everything that comes to your mind. Forget the order, forget the prioritization, just write everything, just brain dump it somewhere. All the things you need to learn, see, get, or do in order to make this big change in your life or to make this shift or to be able to grow in the way that you want to grow. Then order them in a sense that makes sense to you in a timeline or sequentially, whatever makes the most sense to you. And then create some sort of action plan that allows you to start tackling those items bit by bit. And lastly, At some point, you're going to have to walk across the coals. This is a scary proposition, right? I think of the Tony Robbins, um, they have these workshops where you go, I've never done one, but I've heard that people can do these workshops with Tony Robbins and his team where, you know, he has you walking across these coals, but they've spent two days prior to that working on mindset and working on how you can, you know, mind over matter kind of stuff so that by the time you get to the coals, you're ready to walk across. You're confident that you're going to do it without burning your feet. So the idea here is to achieve those goals that on the things that you want to do right to stretch and to do those new things, but learn how to do those things in a way that makes sense so that you can slowly start to build your skill set. So, for example, if you're marketing yourself for the first time, you learn how to learn how to promote your services without feeling sludgy and sleazy and salesy right? If you're in service to others, then it won't come across that way. So try to learn how to do that. And then the more you have conversations with clients, the more you have conversations with your instructors, the more you have conversations with your staff, the more comfortable you're going to become in those areas. So again, it has to do with practice, but you're going to have to walk across the coals at some point and take action. So whatever the goal, you have to prepare for it. And eventually you have to walk across those coals and just think of how proud you're going to feel when you finally get to the end of that and you realize how much more comfortable you are and that you've actually achieved a certain level of success in what you've intended to succeed at. I mean, there's no other greater joy than self-fulfillment. It's one thing to get external validation, but when you can do it internally for yourself, that is like the best thing on the planet. That is the awesome sauce of, the, of life really is to be able to self-proclaim your success and really own it. So I hope this was helpful. I mean, I know that it was a bit of an overview and it's quick, but overcoming stress of doing new things can be really daunting. But if you kind of break it down, understand the pathology or the the physiology rather of your brain and how it works and how it's there to protect you, you can kind of start to overcome and reframe things. So I hope this is helpful. If you really do want to make big changes and you're not sure how to do it or how to go about it, or maybe you just want somebody to hold you accountable, there's some links down below where you and I can have a conversation. So anyways, I hope you guys are doing really well out there. I am here every week, so be sure to subscribe or follow this podcast and I'll be here next week. Take care, folks.